Hello everybody, this is Nikita and welcome to Know the Truth podcast. Know the truth and the truth will set you free. This podcast focuses on who we are and what belongs to us in Christ Jesus. I'm so glad that you're here. But before we dive in, make sure you subscribe so you could be notified when I upload. Which should be on every Tuesdays. Yeah, every Tuesdays. And also, follow Know the Truth podcast on Instagram to stay up to date. With all that said, let's get into the Word of God. We are still talking about the season of patience. So, in today's episode, we are going to deal with another question that arises during this season of patience, which is, why should I wait any longer? I had hope and I was waiting patiently for so long. And now, since God has not answered me, why should I wait any longer? Why should I have hope any longer? Let's turn to 2 Kings chapter 6 verse 24 onwards. Verse 24. Sometime later, Ben-Hadad king of Aram mobilized his entire army and marched up and laid siege to Samaria. Verse 25. There was a great famine in the city. The siege lasted so long. It lasted so long that a donkey's head sold for 80 shekels of silver and a quarter of cab of seed pods for five shekels. So the people of Samaria waited for so long and they had hoped that the famine would somehow get over. But as they waited, the situation just turned from bad to worse. Look at that verse. It says, a quarter of cab of seed pods. It means a quarter of dove's droppings was sold for five shekels. The fact that dove's droppings were being sold tells us how severe their situation was. Verse 27, the king of Israel cries out saying, If the Lord does not help us, where can we get help from? Sometimes we may have people around us. We may have great riches and wealth stored up, but they fail to meet our need. And most of the time, though we trust God and have strong faith in His promises, and though we keep waiting patiently, our situations just remain the same. There is not even a sign of goodness and sometimes they may become worse. And that was the case in Samaria. The people waited for God to help, but the situation became worse. And the Bible says that the people of Samaria started to eat their own children. How terrible is that? And as days goes by, the situation remains the same and there is no answer from God. And that is when, in verse 33, the king of Israel shouts out, saying, Why should I wait for the Lord any longer? The situation is growing worse day by day. People are dying and we have waited for so long. And now, why should I wait for the Lord any longer? I feel like I've come to the end. Nothing can be done now. And even if something good happens, it cannot bring about a big change. It's too late. It's over. So why should I wait for the Lord any longer? Why should I wait for the Lord any longer? In the very next verse, Elisha, the man of God says, Hear the word of the Lord. 
In this season of patience, we are so eager and focused to see a breakthrough. But at the same time, we tend to forget to hear the word of the Lord. What do we see? What do we hear? Do we focus on the time? Do we focus more on getting through this season and fail to see what God wants us to learn from this season? Do we focus more on the result than on the process? Elisha says, hear the word of the Lord. And what I love is that this verse is the beginning of a new chapter. Only if something new and good has started to take place in our life, we call it a new chapter. But it's not the case here. The situation is still worse and nothing has changed. But as soon as the word of God comes into the picture, it starts as a new chapter. Nothing has changed in my life. I don't see any changes occurring in my life. But as soon as I hear the word of God, I know that my situation will never again remain the same. The Bible says, in the beginning was the word of God. And though the earth was formless and empty for ages, though darkness remained on the surface of the deep, when God said, let there be light, the darkness had to give way to the light and there was light. We may live in a season of darkness, a season of patience or silence, but as soon as we hear the word of God, as we focus on God's word, we enter into a new chapter. We step into the beginning of something spectacular that God has prepared for us. And Elisha says to them, hear the word of the Lord. This is what the Lord says about this time tomorrow. About this time tomorrow, this time, the time you focus on God's word, make note of the time. You might say, I have been hearing the word of God. I have been focusing on God's word. I have let the word of God refine me. But still, there is no change in my situation. Let me tell you something. Your time has started. Your countdown has started. You have already entered the new chapter. You have already entered a new season. You are near to receive your blessings. Amen. And Elisha says, about this time tomorrow, a seah of the finest flour will be sold for a shekel and two seahs of barley for a shekel at the gate of Samaria. This is a huge change. They bought a quarter of dove's droppings for five shekels. And now God says, about this time tomorrow, a seah, not a quarter, but a seah of finest flour will just cost one shekel. This is a big miracle. And he says, the finest flour and the barley will be sold at the gate of Samaria. You need not go a long way to get your blessings. When you seek God, God says that the blessings will be at your gate. Your miracles will wait for you at your gate. You need not go and search for them because all those blessings will wait for you at your gate. Amen. And the scripture continues to speak about a man who fails to believe what God had said. He says, even if God opens the floodgates of heaven, this can never happen. 
and elisha says to him you will see with your own eyes but will not eat any of it let's not worry about that verse because in hebrews chapter 10 verse 39 paul says but we are not of those who shrink back and are destroyed but those who believe and are saved we are those who believe and are saved amen come on i need to hear an amen for this thank you so moving back to the story after elisha said these was 3 it says now there were four men with leprosy at the entrance of the city gate they said to each other why stay here until we die was for let's go to the camp of arameans and surrender if they spare us we live if they kill us then we die was 5 at dusk they got up and went to the camp of the arameans when they reached the edge of the camp no one was there here's the key scripture verse 6 for the lord had caused the arameans to hear the sound of chariots and horses and a great army so that they said to one another look the king of israel has hired the hittite and egyptian kings to attack us verse 7 so they got up and fled in the dusk and abandoned their tents and their horses and donkeys they left the camp as it was and ran for their lives verse 8 the men who had leprosy entered one of the tents and ate and drank then they took silver and gold and clothes verse 9 then they said to each other this is a day of good news this is a day of good news Verse 10 So they went up and called to the city gatekeepers and told them the news Verse 11 The gatekeepers shouted the news and it was reported within the palace Verse 12 The king got up in the night The king got up in the night The news that the Arameans had run away leaving behind a lot of food and gold and silver this good news reached the king in the night but in verse 6 it says the lord had caused the arameans to run even before the foemen reached their camps sometimes we don't see god's marvelous works as soon as he is done working God had worked out to solve the famine. He caused the Arameans to run long before, but the king and the people came to know about it only in the night. Just because we don't see any signs of God working out in our situation, that does not mean that God is not working. The king asks, "Why should I wait for the Lord any longer?" because he failed to see that god was working miraculously in his situation our situation may remain the same we may think there's no answer from god no signs of his promises we may think that it's over and it's too late why should i wait for the lord any longer but here's the truth we need to wait because god is at work We need to have hope because God is at work in our situation. You may not be able to see it now, but he is working out in your situation 
In John chapter 5 verse 17, Jesus says, My father is always at his work to this very day and I too am working. Jesus says, I too am working. In Psalm chapter 121, the psalmist says, I lift up my eyes to the hills. Where does my help come from? My help comes from the Lord, the maker of heaven and earth, the one who watches over my life, who neither slumber nor sleeps, but works continuously to bring about a change in my situation. And so, in Psalm 27, David says, I remain confident of this. Though my situations don't change, though I feel like it's too late, I remain confident of this. I will see the goodness of the Lord in the land of the living. And he says, wait for the Lord. Be strong and take heart and wait for the Lord. And as I was reading all these scriptures, I thought, okay, God is at work. He is working in my situation. He is transforming me. But why does it take so long? Why should I wait? Is it worth waiting? Why does God make me wait? And that's when I thought of a woman in her season of pregnancy. We all know that a full-term pregnancy lasts for 9 to 10 months. And every week of pregnancy counts for the baby's health. And they say that the baby's brains and lungs are still developing during the very last weeks of pregnancy. And now, does any woman desire to give birth to a child before the specified 9 or 10 months? Why do people want the baby to come out at the right time, not before 9 months or even after that? Though the mother eagerly awaits to hold her baby in her arms, she waits patiently because she wants her baby to grow well. She wants her baby to be healthy. And when we humans wait patiently for a baby to grow and develop, how much more would our Father in heaven wait patiently for us to grow in Him? Just as we know that the baby is growing inside and so we wait patiently for it to grow, we also need to know that God is working. He is working in us. He is transforming us. In Job chapter 23, verse 8 onwards, Job, in his sufferings, he says, If I go to the east, God is not there. If I go to the west, I do not find him. He says, I don't see any sign of help from God in my situation. Verse 9, when God is at work in the north, I do not see him. When he turns to the south, I catch no glimpse of him. He says, even if God is at work, I do not see any changes in my situation. Verse 10, but God knows the way I take. God knows the situation I'm facing. God knows the sorrows that fill my heart. God knows that I have been waiting for him. And when he has tested me, when he has refined me and disciplined me and prepared me, when I'm fully grown in him, I shall come forth as gold. I will come out as pure as gold. So friends, 
Since God is at work, let us humble ourselves and wait patiently under God's mighty hand so that he may lift us up in due time. Remember that when you heard the word of God, as soon as you started to focus on God's word, know that you have entered into a new chapter, a new season of experiencing the blessings of God. And you need not go a long way to find those blessings because those blessings will wait for you at your gate. And also, also, do you remember how the four men who had leprosy said, this is a day of good news. Jesus said to Thomas, his disciple, because you have seen me, you have believed. But blessed are those who have not seen and yet have believed. Paul says, faith is being certain of what we do not see. Those men said it is a day of good news because they saw. But for us, we have the good news written down for us. Let's take hold of it and say, this is the day the Lord has made. Let us rejoice and be glad in it because God is at work. He will never fail. He is faithful and trustworthy. Amen. So raise your hope because God is at work. God works for the good of those who love him and he does everything beautiful and perfect in its time. Remain confident that you will see the goodness of the Lord in the land of the living. Psalm chapter 66 verse 5 says, Come and see what God has done, his awesome deeds on man's behalf. I believe that one day we will also say, come and see what God has done. His awesome works on man's behalf, on my behalf. Amen. So this is the truth for today's episode. I pray that the Holy Spirit will guide you into all this truth. Give this podcast a good rating and share it with your friends so that they too get to know the truth. Thank you so much for tuning into this podcast and I will see you in the next episode. Bye.